Hello, everyone, and welcome to Don't Eat Your Young, the podcast that brings you stories from the trenches of the incredible yet exhausting world of nursing. I'm your host, Beth Quass. Today, we will be speaking with Jerry Cates and learn how she went from being homeless to becoming a thriving nurse entrepreneur. Jerry is an RN and a nurse practitioner. She has been a nurse for over 20 years, which started with hospital bedside nursing. In 2009, she earned her MSN and FNP certification. Jerry's first NP job was providing free health care to her community on a Project Hope ban. As an NP, Jerry has worked in holistic medicine as well as various urgent care and family practice settings. Jerry's background also includes wound care, vascular surgery, and addiction medicine. She is a certified feminine power transformational life coach and obtained her coaching certification after being faced with her own codependency. Jerry's journey has brought her through many challenges, healing, and new insight. Her experiences have led her to explore the high incidence of burnout in the nursing profession. She is a crusader for self-love because of the tendency of so many of us to put others first while forgetting our self-mindset. Her stories will inspire you to make it a priority of taking the best care of yourself so you can more fully be there for others. Hi, Jerry. Welcome. Thanks for coming on the podcast today. How are you? I'm amazing. Thank you for having me. I feel so honored. I'm so happy you're here. I'd like to start out by you telling us about your nursing journey. Well... I was actually teaching aerobics and talked to a nurse one day and I'm telling her how I, I love teaching and, and how at the end I do this motivational um, thing. And um, she says to me, you should be a nurse. I go, Oh no, couldn't deal with the blood and guts. Besides I like teaching. And so she said to me, you'd get over the blood and guts and nurses are teachers. Oh, she had me. They are. She had me. So I got a job um, while I was in school in an anatomy lab and got to do some teaching, you know, and it got me over the blood and gut. She was right, you know, but um, I actually was when I started, you know, it's, they're so difficult to get into the programs and it took a long time. Um, and then I was applying. Um, I just wanted to, I, I want, just wanted to be a nurse. And um, one of my study mates said, you should go to Sac State. You know, I was trying to get into the community college. She goes, then you could have a bachelor's degree. And honestly, I didn't even know what that was then. I had no, I go, what's that? But I got into Sac State before I got into my local college. So I went to um, Sac State and um, did my rotations at UC Davis. I started working at UC Davis my first um, couple years. I, um, and then a friend from school invited me to come to Sonora. They were moving a hospital. She was in charge of moving the hospital. So I went down there and was part of that. And the funny thing is, because I worked at UC Davis, they thought I knew what I was doing. <laughs> I was not that confident. But I did have a lot of exposure. I think so often we don't give ourselves credit for the exposure. But I've done 10 years in a hospital. Actually, I think it was 11. And then I got my master's degree. And um, I used to, the, my first job was driving the Project Hope van. I was a nurse practitioner. I did my beginning hours on the van. And, um, and then I got a job in a holistic clinic providing uh, family practice, mostly women's health. Um, that was amazing. But here I am working in three places on med surge, 
on the van so I could get my or my medical. And I'm over here doing one to two days a week. And it was just beating me up. And I really wanted to be a nurse practitioner full time. So I took a job with a vascular surgeon. Now, all the nurses were going, you took a job with McBride because she was so mean. There was a reason everything happens. And part of that was, you know, she was mean and, and put people down and stuff. But that experience taught me to stand up for myself, you know, in ways I had never done before. You know, um, so that lasted about a year. Got to go in surgery a lot and, and help. And I don't even know how y'all do it, you know, standing there. It's like, <laughs> I don't think that woman ever went to the bathroom, you know, just, but it was, it was a great experience. I do want to back up and say I was a single mom, mom on welfare and homeless for a period of two weeks. Um, and then a few months in a homeless, I mean, in a, in a, uh, uh, with a lady, but it wasn't our home, you know? So I'm doing all of these things and working my way to, you know, just wanting a better life, you know? Where in your journey, where did you find yourself homeless? Were you already working as a nurse? Prerequisites. I was doing the prerequisites to get into the nursing program. I was taking chemistry that summer. And, um, there I am in this, I was in a homeless motel with my son and, um, there was a cubby and I was studying for the, t the midterm, you know, and, and it was dark all around me. So my son could sleep, but I could hear people arguing outside. And, you, you know, you turn around and look at the door and you could see the light through the door, the, the crack, that door had been kicked in a few times. So it wasn't a safe place. And what I did was just refocused and it was the light and all that darkness, you know? So when it's all falling apart, where can I put my focus? And come to find out, I got the highest score on a, on a chemistry exam in a summer course on the midterm. It was like, that's amazing. You know, I'd never done that before, but that, you know, it just shows when you focus what you can do. Back to my career, I, I worked in clinics as a nurse practitioner. Um, you know, one of the reasons I wanted to be a nurse practitioner is I didn't want to work as hard as I did on the floor. <laughs> that's, oh, that's funny it wasn't true right because they want us to keep move through those patients just like anyone else so and I like to spend time with my patients uh which always got me in trouble right you know always charting after time and I got in trouble a few years ago uh and had a sanction from the board of nursing um it was a wet and reckless uh for marijuana actually in 2012 and so he had four years of probation. Three were for that wet and reckless. And the, the other year was added because I had a patient that I let bully me. The bottom line is I forgot I was the professional. Now, where does that bullying come out from? You know, or why would I respond to that? Well, what I've found out since then, um, and I've completed my program now a year um, with the state. But what I've found out is that... A lot of us going to nursing, um, we've got some codependency, right? We put everyone else first in all the caring professions. There is a high incidence of putting everyone else first and forgetting yourself, which leads to burnout. So that, that's really what I, I got out of that. I mean, I'm so grateful for the experience. I was pissed in the beginning, excuse my mouth, but I was really pissed off um, because it, it took over my life. Right. So here I am a year out of that. I've been, I'm certified um, feminine power coach 
uh, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. But the, what I got from that codependency is taking care of ourselves, is being an example and standing for nurses to take care of yourself, to give to others through taking care of yourself. That is so important. So yeah. when we we all as nurses understand the don't eat your young. Yeah. Mm. How did that affect you as a as a new nurse, as a new and did it change when you became a nurse practitioner? Did you see that it still happened then? You know, my experience was when I was in nursing school, I really didn't have a lot of self-confidence. And um I had a professor that was just not nice, not supportive. And I think what we forget is about teaching learning theory. People, we can't learn when we're scared. That is correct. We don't learn when we're scared. You know, it's like make all the elements right. No pain, no distractions, you know, calm them down. Yeah, we can't learn when we're afraid. Um, I had a nurse once. Uh, I'd studied half the night. Right. And uh, this guy had cardiac issues and COPD. And um, I wanted her help when I assessed this patient. I really stepped out of my box. Right. And so I talked to the nurse that morning and and I say, you know, I really want to learn today. Do you mind if we do the assessment together so we can talk about the lung sounds and heart sounds? And she says, I don't work with students. (laughs) My heart sank. Tears welled in my eyes. I was terrified. What am I going to do? So um, my professor and the charge nurse said, just, just report to her. You know, but yeah, why, why do we do that? Why do we do that? I had a, a bunch of students at, in Sonora coming down the hall, you know, to go to the break room to have their meeting. And they all looked like he- deer in headlights, right? And I said, okay, everybody, you're going to have a good time today. You know, let's have fun, you know. And the two students I got were really happy. But let me just tell you one more story. I had a student, you know, we can, we can treat students a lot of different ways. And this is how I chose to treat this particular student this particular day. We had a patient, an elderly woman who um, was on comfort care. And she was non-responsive. I think she had an Ativan drip. And her son was sitting there and he was, he was sobbing. So I go in and I, I always talk to the patient, you know, kind of touch their face and just, you know, let them know. And um, we come out of the room and I mean, and support the family. So, you know, I'm showing her and doing all the checks. Anyway, we come out of the room and the student says, I can't do this. I go, well, what do you mean? She goes, you know, with the dying and I can't do this. I said, oh. But today's a special day. Today, you get to be an angel. You get to help her comfortably make her transition, and you get to be there for her son. She just... Those are powerful words. It was so wonderful, because at the end of the day, she came back to me and, and said, thank you. Thank you so much. I got goosebumps just talking about it. It was powerful. That's what people need. Encouragement and inspiration is so much easier than bullying and rudeness and like you hit the nail on the head when you said we can't learn when we're that stressed out right yeah and was it any different when you became a nurse practitioner you know I work in different settings as a nurse practitioner my um you know now I've got staff you know and I and and I figure out who's in charge of them you know what I mean because and that's huge figuring that out, you know, because I just am a team worker, you know, but I've got to let go of some of those duties because I have other duties that only I can do. 
you know, as a, as a nurse practitioner. So I'm really not working with other nurse practitioners or hadn't been. There was a bit of a, a shift when I was working for the vascular surgeon and some of the nurses were really supportive of that, you know, and I'd be in there and I'd help them change a dressing with, you know, we, you know, dressings and things. Um, but they'd want me to go get stuff like, you know, they kind of bossed me around. And I, I, it was interesting that I would say, okay, here's, here's our job roles. Now uh, I can write the prescription, but I can't administer it. You know? So what I'm saying is we don't necessarily just eat our young. Correct. We're just not nice sometimes. Right. We're just not nice. I mean, and then you have people, all kinds of people. I've worked in um, units where the, the um, we're running our butts off and it's a really demanding night and the charge is sitting there reading a book. What's okay about that? Nothing. Right. And young can be many things. Young can be an experienced nurse moving into a new role, mm-hmm. into a new unit, onto a new floor, uh, into a new hospital. And so young is not just our new nurses. Young can be just a new position. And I think everyone needs encouragement and inspiration and education. Well, and the other thing is, how you doing? Right? How you doing? I, I was charged at Sonora and I had come from nights. I'd been charged at night, but now I'm in days and I'm standing in the ICU and I'm working the ICU in the mid surge. And I go, you guys look busy. Does anybody need any help? <laughs> and I mean, some of them just stopped dead to see who said that. But, but we need to change the culture. We do. If we want a culture of partnership, we need to show up as partnership instead of sitting there complaining about it. And if somebody is sitting there gossiping or speaking poorly, we're not engaging. And by not engaging, yeah, I mean, sometimes it, it needs a little bit of uh, redirection. There's an appropriate, there's not a, an appropriate thing to be doing. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And, and I don't know what to say at the time, but it really hurts the culture when you have people that are putting things down and always negative and, you know, and I'm just one of those happy people, you know. But, I can sense it from you. But it's about like taking care of yourself. I remember I, uh, you know, when I worked at UC Davis, I used to get up at four in the morning and go to the gym so that I could get through that stressful, stressful day, that 12 hour shift at UC Davis. And one morning I'm sitting there, it's right beginning of shift, right, standing there by the Pixis. And this, I'm waiting for the nurse to finish. And, and I'm just sitting there and I must have been radiating or something because she looked at me and she goes, Jerry, what do you want? <laughs> too much anyway taking care of yourself is so important but that happiness does go out to other people and it does change the energy around you and the people's energy around you yes so what are you doing now what did you pivot into life coaching empowering i am a crusader for self-love and that comes out of me understanding that i didn't think i was enough you know, and, you know, I can go do a career or go do what I think I'm supposed to be doing. And it, it might not be enough, right? I, um, I needed more. I needed um, more in myself, right? I had to do a lot of healing. I, I was um, a lot of codependency, abuse in my childhood, uh, couldn't please that person, 
always tried, conditioned me for trying to please everybody, put myself last. Anybody, does this sound familiar? (laughs) I think a lot of nurses feel that way. Yeah. I think I told you once before, um, I was in an Al-Anon AA, uh, uh, a big meeting up in Reading. The guy, um, Father Tom came up from the Bay Area and he's like, there's 300 people in this room. And he goes, okay, nurses and teachers, I know y'all are here. (laughs) You know, the codependency, right? Yeah, okay. So being aware of it is, is huge. Anyway. I am doing life coaching. I'm doing um, one-on-one coaching and group programs because you learn so much more in, in a group. I have a Facebook group that's free. Can I tell a little bit about it? Please do. So I do a weekly motivational show. The group is Breakthrough Your Power Blocks. Now I'm getting a little dry here. And um, the Power Block Revolution is the show. And I, it's always something positive, something uplifting, good insight to yourself ways to love yourself, ways to connect with yourself and to connect to others. And speaking of connecting to others, there's a women's uh, power circle. Um, This is also free. It's one hour a week. I think I'm changing it to Tuesday or Thursday and just trying to get more people to come. But right now, if you come, there's hardly anyone there and you get free coaching. So it's, I do a meditation, get you grounded, teach you how to drop into your power center And then um, set the intention because it's so important to have intentions. And I will say that nurses, when you go to work, have an intention for having an amazing day, have an intention. It's, you'll have such a more powerful day anyway. So have an intention. Everybody gets to talk and, you know, there's nothing like being heard, speaking, getting clear enough about a thought and speaking and feeling heard. And that's what that's about. So it's called the Breakthrough Your Power Blocks group. It's a group for women. That sounds amazing for people to join, especially now, because like you said, it is free coaching. And why wouldn't we want that or need that for ourselves? Put ourselves first. It's time to do that. I think too many people think that they have to take care of everyone else first, but If we can take care of ourselves first, I know that we can do a better job with others. And, you know, I really have to acknowledge you for what you're doing because, wow, you know, taking a look at how, because eating our young, it's also eating ourselves, right? If we're eating our young, we're not being the best to ourselves. Yes. Right? Because what you put out, you get back, right? We're eating our young. You know, but to give the insight, because I got to tell you, it's hard to or challenging to get someone to a meeting where they got to They're going to take a look at themselves. It's just not easy. It's not. But that's how you grow. But the benefits, the benefits that are realized once you start that work, it's very powerful. Well, and the other thing is, if you have stressful relationships, when you change, your relationships change. They have to change because what they're doing no longer works. So they might be kicking and screaming at first because you broke the contract because we set that up in many ways, you know, to where how we interact with people, take a look at if it's a stressful thing, what have you let them get away with? Right. Right. And that's that healthy boundary is part of taking care of you. And so if you were going to leave tips, a tip for nurses, what would you say to people today? I'm going to give you three. Authentic self-love. And this comes from Catherine Woodward Thomas. Okay. Authentic self-love. So 
be honest with yourself. To step back and look at your life or a situation and be honest. Really see what's going on. Don't let those old stories, those old beliefs from the past, you know, uh, leave you in a false uh, truth, right? So self-clarity, self-compassion, unconditional positive regard that you are loved no matter what. And turning that to yourself, because I'm sure you have it for others. And just see it and then turn it toward yourself. It's a lot easier than just trying to see it for yourself. So self-compassion and then self-care. And I don't mean like a spa day, although that's a nice thing. I mean taking care of yourself so that you're well enough to take care of others. Taking care of yourself, getting your nutrition, your exercise, your mental health, your spiritual you making sure that you're taking care of you and, and sourcing it through you. And that's how you feed others. I think that that would be a great way to feed new nurses is modeling self-care, self-compassion and self-clarity. I love what you're doing. I think it's an amazing program that you're doing. Uh, tell us one more time where we can find you. You can either look me up Jerry Cates, the Courage and Grace Coach, and there's a link on that page on on Facebook. There's a link on that page to get to the uh, the program. That might be easier. Jerry Cates, the Courage and Grace Coach, and click the link to join the group. I appreciate your time. I love your story, and I can't wait to watch your program grow. Thank you. Thanks for supporting me too. Thank you so much. great to have Jerry here today. She's such a positive person. A couple of the takeaways today from her time was putting everyone ahead of ourselves leads to burnout. We can't learn when we're afraid. Have an intention to have a great day. And her three tips for nurses were to have authentic self-love, self-compassion, and self-care. Thanks for listening today, and don't forget to head on over to DonateYourYoung.com, which will take you to our membership page where you can subscribe to the show and become a member of our growing pool of listeners and supporters. Thanks for listening.